0: Hey it's the Ryan Man coming to the Broncos Country Blitz. Listen two weeks until the Broncos kickoff against the Titans on Monday night football. And got some things to work on. But you gotta be excited about our young, hopeful, dynamic offense, and we got the pieces on defense to keep it solid, to keep it one of the top ten defenses. And obviously we got Fangio as the head coach, so you would think it would stay there. Man, we've had some injuries on both sides of the ball. I'm just going to take a couple names from both sides. Tim Patrick, K.J. Hamler on the offensive side of the ball. You know, that's affecting the chemistry with the receivers and everything like that that we're trying to build here in the training camp. On the defensive side, Todd Davis and Mike Purcell. The Todd Davis injury being in and out so often, we went out and got linebacker Mark Barron, who was with Pittsburgh last year. Pretty good camp pickup, though. His name was linked to us a while back. So I think it's great the Broncos brought him in for some versatility with the linebacking core. On the offensive line we brought in Darren Polio from Utah. He's kind of bounced around since he was in the NFL but in Utah he played left tackle and he's tried to play a little bit of everything in the NFL so hopefully he can add that versatility on the offensive line we may need as we get into the season. Speaking of chemistry so the offense you know, Drew Locke Took control, took control with the wide receivers. Basically been trying to build that chemistry since through COVID the best he could with the receivers and the running backs. Been looking really good. Then the scrimmage and power field at mile high came earlier this week and what ended up happening, basically the offense struggled and they've kind of struggled since. I know it has some people worried, but even Locke said it himself, he'd rather get these bad practice sessions out of the way bad scrimmages, everything like that now than something like this happening during the season. Now, like we said, with the dynamic offense we have on paper, have we built enough chemistry that we can come out and, and play with the big boys in the NFL, You know, play with the Chiefs, for example, in terms of keeping up with their offense, being able to go ahead and keep up with some of the other bigger offenses in the AFC and the NFC, the Saints, for example, While I think we have a dynamic offense to do that, I think, I mentioned it before, I think the lack of a preseason may hurt having no game experience against another opponent other than our own defense. I think it may take the Broncos' offense a little while to catch up. Time will tell. The defenses look solid, and part of the whole struggle of the Broncos' offense during the scrimmage and during training camp in the last few days, I wonder if part of it is because the defense is just going to be that good. They have figured out the Broncos' offense from seeing them every day, so clearly they're anticipating what they're going to do. Going to be exciting, though. A.J. Boye looks like the real thing. We have brought in a lot of great pieces to go ahead and and solidify that defense again this year. And it's going to be interesting, though, with no fans. You know, going back to that scrimmage this last week, I've tried to go to that free scrimmage for fans at the stadium every time they've had it or when I've been able to get, I actually think I've gone every time they've been able to have it. And it's just odd to watch it this year or watch the highlights with no fans in the stands. I hope we get back to some type of normal here in the next year or two where they can allow fans to go back for that stadium scrimmage. Speaking of that, though, if you go on the Broncos' website right now, you can actually pay $100 that goes to the Broncos' charity organizations, and you can have a cardboard cutout of yourself in the stands for the season opener and for the foreseeable future until they have to go ahead and um, figure out letting some actual fans in. Most likely after week four is what I'm hearing. Um, And then at that point, your cardboard cutout may be moved or not there anymore. But, hey, if you wanted to get your cardboard cutout anyways on TV, uh, you got a chance to do that the first few weeks of the season. So the other thing I've heard is they're talking about artificial sound. Obviously, they're going to pump it through for us to hear at home. There's talk about them pumping it through when the defenses are on the field at these stadiums to give them a somewhat of a home field advantage. That'll be interesting to see if they actually end up doing that. And the other thing i give got to give the Broncos credit for, I, I really feel since Fangio came in, we seem to be taking, and I, I don't want to do too many comparisons comparisons to the Patriots, but we seem to be adapting that policy of getting rid of players, maybe a year too early than a year too late. And for example, Derek Wolfe, fan favorite, but you know, I'm hoping with some of the people that we obviously brought in, Casey, everything like that, that we're kind of taking that mentality. Let's let's get the best players in. And we didn't always have that mentality, especially during the Peyton Manning days uh, when we were trying to gun for that Super Bowl, which was understandable. We might have kept a few players around a year too late. But it was understandable, like I said at the time, trying to make sure we got that final ring for Peyton. Other thing I want to talk about is fantasy. So fantasy football. I don't know what you're all doing out there this year. I know we're all going to still try to play it, right? Right. Well, my thoughts on it is get a veteran team. Some of these younger rookies and everything like that, maybe that you would normally draft early, maybe not do it this year. Back to the same thing, chemistry with the teams that they were drafted with may not be quite the same without a preseason, a proper offseason. And, you know, they may hit that ceiling that a lot of rookies do a lot sooner than maybe during a normal season. So that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to go more veterans. We have a keeper league, so I'm going to keep a few veterans this year and see how it goes. That's my advice. So the NFL opener... The Thursday night opener, the Texans versus the Chiefs. Now, I hope it ends up Texans 52 and the Chiefs 3. Do I think that's really going to happen? Probably not. But, hey, we can always wish for it. I am picking the Texans for the season opener. And we cannot wait until Monday night football is back and the Titans come into mile high to play the Broncos. I have a feeling last year was disappointing to watch us come out so flat against the Raiders on the road. I think we're going to start this season out 1-0 and get the win at home. I think our defense is going to come out and dominate. That's just my feeling. Tannehill, I, I'm interested to see for the Titans who we're going to get. Are we going to get the Tannehill that did the playoff run last year or the Tannehill we saw in Miami? Time will tell. i got to think the defense has enough film on them, though, to keep the pressure on during the game. And I think Drew Locke's going to hit some big throws. i got to imagine we're going to open it up a little bit uh, for Drew Locke here in the opener just to at least see what the defense for the Titans is prepared for. So next time I may be talking to you is after the week one Monday night matchup. So until then, looking forward, albeit an odd Broncos season, but looking forward to another Broncos season. It'll be a nice distraction with everything else going on. Until next time, this is the Ryan Man with the Broncos Country Blitz.